0: So, Tali, what bubble are we popping today?
1: I don't know, Carla. Let's find out.
0: This is another episode of popping the bubble how you doing carla i'm good i just ate i'm fed and i'm really happy and i'm just excited to get this episode in how are you Tali?
1: i'm doing great you know thanksgiving break been spending some time with the fam waking up at 3 p.m every day same here ah, a blessing <laughs> a blessing in disguise no work um but yeah i'm excited for this episode
0: yeah we have some really exciting stuff planned for you but before we get into it i want to say if you haven't listened to our last episode yet pause this right now and go give it a listen yeah guys this is our fifth episode
1: we're coming into a new series we're super excited about this one
0: um yeah we already have four episodes out that's crazy four episodes it's been what two months two months wow
1: i get so like giddy like it's still like like i don't think i fully understand you know like i don't think i fully comprehend what we've been doing yeah me either it hasn't registered yet so i'll let y'all know when it does (laughs) might be a while might be a while maybe (laughs) like episode episode 20 i'll be like Oh my gosh, we made a podcast. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you guys haven't listened to our last episode, or if you did, you know today we're going to be talking about pop culture. More
0: importantly, representation! Yeah, so that's like specifically today in movies and TV shows, we're going to be talking about what good representation looks like versus what bad representation looks like.
1: Also, I'd like to apologize. I said it's the representation for me so many times in that last podcast. (laughs) If if I apologize, I sincerely apologize. I might do a little. I might do it again in this one, but I wanted to apologize for the next one.
0: It's okay. It's okay. We we. It's all good. Don't worry about it. It's the representation for me. Haven't even, how can you say it already? We haven't even started talking about it. Because I love this topic. I love talking about representation.
1: Because it's needed.
0: So, I agree. Agreed. So, let's get into it. So,
1: I think we should start with bad representation because I feel like people always start with the good news. But I want to end this podcast on a good news. Right. So.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can get with that. So let's talk about the bad. What do you have in mind?
1: Well. You know, when thinking about representation, you're thinking about, you know, representing different groups of people, different lifestyles and different things like that, especially in TV shows, um, especially in like movies and TV shows, which we're constantly watching. Like, I know, like, I watch a lot of TV shows and a lot of movies and stuff. And one of the things I've definitely been looking at is the type of representation and the type of shows I'm watching. So me and Carla made a list of what bad representation and what good representation looks like. And just one of the bad representations, which I've constantly been seeing, is the Black best friend as a side character. Oh, my God.
0: It is so common. And every single show, they think that just having one Black character is enough for the entire Black community, that that one character represents every person of color. And so... And then the only reason that they exist is to help the backstory or to help the main character. And if you guys think we're lying,
1: which we're not, by the way, shh, come on. Um, Here are some shows me and Carla have watched, or movies, which I've definitely done this. And some shows that you guys have definitely watched. Clueless, which is like a great movie. Her friend is Black and is on the side. We don't know anything about her. We don't know... She's literally just there, and I get it. It's like a movie and stuff, but that's so common. It's like we've seen this already. We wanna, we wanna know more about the side character, especially when she's black. And we wanna know how she's doing through high school. Why can't we? Why can't the movie give her like five minutes, twenty minutes?
0: Right. Another one I can think of is Riverdale. I know a lot of people watch the show. I do too. Um, and it just makes me so mad because I actually kind of like the show, but it it makes me upset that, I don't know if you guys know about, um I think it was like Josie and the Pussycats or something like that, that they were there for like the first or second season. And there were, I think, three or four girls of color and they were in like this band, this thing, but then eventually they just stopped with them and they just kind of cut off their storyline and was like, screw you, we don't, you know, want you in this anymore. And then they had Tony, which is um, the girlfriend of one of the other characters, and the only reason that she exists is basically to, like, be, like, her only story arc is surrounding her girlfriend, which (sighs) makes me mad, because I was promised more background information on her character and her development, and we got none of that, so... And I don't watch Riverdale,
1: but Carla was telling me, is it Josie? That's her name. Josie yeah. spinoff, off but she right. wasn't the main character. It was what's her name? Lucy Hill? Lucy Hill, yeah. It was I think Lucy Hill. Katie, Katie Hattie Hattie or, something. or something who got her own show and then Josie coming out of Riverdale was a side character best friend. And it's like here we go again, the side black best friend. So, you know, all we're saying is, like, when you're watching these shows, just pay attention to that because that's a lack of representation. And, I mean, it doesn't mean that the show is terrible, but, like, look at Vampire
0: Diaries. Ooh. Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie Bennett to this day. They did my girl Bonnie Bennett so dirty. Like,
1: it. she, for those of you who have not watched Vampire Diaries, which you should watch it's long but i mean if you're into vampires and witches and stuff you should definitely watch but bonnie bennett is like well she's really the only black person in the friend group
0: she's the only consistent the only consistent black, black person in the in the friend group and she
1: sacrifices her family sacrifices her life multiple times And she's still looked at as a side character. Like she doesn't even get a happy ending.
0: It's just like, I mean. (sighs) It's like, like I said before, these characters, like their only use is to support the main characters. And I think that just, when that reflects back into the real world, it just paints the wrong image to kids and people who see themselves reflected in that character.
1: Like there's no substance. They're only there to serve the main character. And let me just say, as a black woman, I am not here to serve nobody. I am not the side character. I am the main character, the only character. So yeah, that's what that's another form of bad representation. Um, the other one we had was, I think this is a really big one in like, like just entertainment industry and stuff, but not casting people who are actually black or who are, or who identify as LGBTQ for specific roles. So one of the movies that came out 2018, 19? Around that time,
0: that
1: yeah. Around that time, the hate you give. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely recommend the main character, Amanda Stanberg. Um she plays Star. She plays Star. In um, the book, if you've read the book, which I also recommend you do better, the book is definitely better than the movie. The character is described as dark-skinned. And um, for those of you who don't know Amanda, she is not dark-skinned. And this isn't to put shame on her or to like put her down. Them, because them. Put them, sorry, that's her pronoun. Them, this isn't to put them down, but this is to, um, it's just to show, it's just, I don't know how to say this. Carla, back me up.
0: Okay, I think... Okay, here's where I'm going with this. I think that this is all about colorism, is that we see characters who are described as being dark-skinned or who are described, you know, to be looking a certain way, and then when it comes to casting for these roles, they always pick somebody who's, like, less... who conforms more to the Eurocentric ideals of beauty and stuff like that. So, Amanda Stenberg, they were cast in this role... As somebody who's supposed to be dark-skinned. And if you have seen the movie, um, their character star, her entire family, like, they're all darker than her. They're a lot darker-skinned. If you look at her brothers and the people who play her mom and her dad. And then you see her, and she's just light-skinned. Like, not not too light-skinned, but doesn't, you know, exactly portray that image. And... I can think of another example where Amanda was cast in The Hunger Games which is another popular movie that a lot of people watched. Um, they were in that movie and their character was a girl who in the book is described as being dark-skinned as well, but then in the movie when it came to casting, it was Amanda who is a lot lighter than what, you know, was depicted in the in the book. And so I think that this just happens way too often. And this isn't to put
1: anyone down, it's just, especially for me as a dark skinned, I thrive on representation. Like if you guys heard me in that last episode, talking about Grand Army for that little few snippet, like it, it's really comforting to see people on TV, the things I watched that look like me. So when I read a book and it says dark-skinned girl or 4C hair, like, I want to see that when the movie comes out. I mean, don't get me wrong, the movie was great and the actors played great, but it also would have been nice to see it portrayed just like the book was portrayed. And, you know, movies and books aren't always the same thing, but what I'm trying to get through is, like, a lot of the time these representations are done because the director or whoever's in charge of these movies and shows decides to go left instead of right. And it's, it hurts because it's like, well, I'm, I'm betting you there was thousands of other people who auditioned thousands of other people who were great. And, you know, she got the part and she did it very well, but that's also something we have to think about. Like who else auditioned for this role? Who else could have been that representation that
0: we needed? I think that this also speaks to just the industry as a whole, I don't think it's just one person or one group or one organization. I think it's just the entire industry of Hollywood or whatever you want to call it, even the music industry. It's always, you know, they're selling what they think will, um, I think gain the most profit or be marketed the best. And so I don't, for some reason, that's not dark-skinned people, some stupid reason that makes absolutely no sense to me, um... And so I think that they're just, you know, doing that. And it's all about, I think, colorism too. And just when you're going to have a person of color, it's going to be a lighter skinned person of color who doesn't represent the entire community. Um, This isn't just like, um,
1: like for black people or people of color. Like I also said, this is for like LGBTQ people where there's a movie and it's about like, a gay or transgender person and then the actor is not gay or transgender it's like we understand you're trying I get it actors are supposed to play different roles but especially in a time where we're trying to get everyone to understand that this is a new generation these times are changing when directors and people who are in charge are not advocating with roles that they're creating and not giving these people these opportunities to be a voice for this group to be a voice for their people and for everyone around us so they see that representation it's it's really annoying it's like you know there was some people out there that you could have casted better than this and it's like again like I'm not I feel like I'm gonna get hate but I'm not trying to like belittle or anyone or put anyone down but I'm just like this is a real thing. And like a lot of the movies we watch and you're like, this person isn't even gay or like transgender. Like I'm I'm telling you, there are transgender actors who want roles, who want to do these things. And then they get shut down. And then it's like, you couldn't find one to play one. Like I've, I'm telling you, there's millions of them out there wanting to be a voice and wanting to be a representation. And when they come and they do their audition, you guys send them out and then you pick someone else who, does, who doesn't even know anything. It's not, it's, I honestly think it's different when, you can relate to that person instead of, like, studying for it. Like, it's completely different. It's a completely different effect, and people, the audience who's watching feels it, and everybody
0: else feels it. I agree. And I kind of want to, like, talk – like, you just you just said something really well. Like, when you cast somebody who actually identifies with the role, I think that just ups the quality of all of it. And it just, it just makes it that much better because you have people who actually – understand and identify with the role and we know for a fact that they can play it that much better than somebody who can't and I kind of also want to go back to like the whole LGBTQ thing and and like the representation that they get in shows and this kind of relates to the kind of representation that people of color get it's because in these shows if they are if their character in the show is part of the LGBTQ plus community or um, if they're black their entire story is is faced around that it's it's all based on their identity or or it's like pain and and
1: discomfort discomfort like like uh like a lot of the movies lately have been like coming out the hood and you know fighting against gun violence and being better than my surroundings that's not representation because that's not everybody i did not come out the hood i live in i in Pennsylvania. I live in the middle of the woods in Pennsylvania in a nice house with all my family members. I've never been in any gun violence. And a lot of the movies I've been watching, they're the same thing. Lack of representation. Not everyone comes out of the hood. Not everyone is struggling. Not everyone. I have two parents. I've you know it's rare that you see that but most of the times when there's a black family in a movie, the mom is a junkie. The dad is the dad left and never came back. That's not realistic. That's not realistic at all. I understand you're trying to show the difficulties, but that's not everyone. You know, you have to keep an open mind and you have to be like, this is not what everyone faces. Not everyone is struggling to get a meal at the end of the day. And it's not to say that we shouldn't show that because we should, you know, people learn when they see things and they believe that these things are happening, but then it's also like you're lacking, like you're lacking on the other side and you need to do both.
0: Right. And it's when like you have all these stories that it's not to say that the stories about, you know, people people of color overcoming struggles and like coming out stories aren't important. They are. But when every single story with a person who is of color or in the LGBTQ plus community is based on that, it kind of takes away from the nuance of the character and the people in those community. And it doesn't do justice to them because people in the LGBTQ plus community are so much more nuanced. Like I don't i'm speaking personally from this like i'm more than just a gay a person i'm i'm more than that like i have interests i have things and my entire life isn't centered around that and so i want that to be reflected in the movies and the shows that i watch that are about people who i identify with and characters who i see myself reflecting in and i think that when you only base the stories around this trauma and everything, it gives a wrong image. Me growing up, watching TV shows where there's gay characters and seeing them, you know, struggle with homophobia and being so afraid of, of coming out to their parents, I get that it's important, but can we have a story where parents are accepting of their kid? Because me seeing that growing up, that just discouraged me. I was afraid. And so I want to see more because as as hard, as important as it is to tell the hard stories, I think it's equally as important to tell the stories where people are open and accepted and where they're they're so much more nuanced than just the one piece of their identity that people thinks define them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. Like I don't, I don't know. I feel like i have the only time there's ever been a good amount of representation or no. Yeah. The only time there's ever been a good amount of representation lately I've been seeing is Black sitcoms like back in the day, like we're talking about like Moesha and Sister to Sister where like they were having fun and living life and not everything was surrounded by the color of their skin, you know? And it's especially in this generation where, you know, we're fighting for social justice and we're fighting for that representation. Sometimes it's just so like heavy, like some of these shows are only so targeted on like being Black. I need to do this for my people. And sometimes it's like, yeah, but I like to sing too. You know, I like school. Mm. I like arts. I like to dance. I I like to cook. It's it's like, we get it, but we also like, not everyone is fighting all the time. You know, at the end of the day, we are normal human beings. There are other things besides the color of our skin. We, We like to do other things. Like when you look at a main character who's white, they got vp going on they're in the dance the spring the recital and then you see the main you see the side black character and it's like i'm going to protest and this is literally like i'm it's not even direct to anyone but it's just like these are some of the things you see all the time and it's really lacking and it's at this point at at this point for me it's like i don't want to watch a show where i'm just going to be like okay there's no substance no representation i don't want to watch anymore
0: i'm kind of done with it and that's not to say that we don't think that the stories with those struggles are important because we do think they are. But like we said, when everything is about that, it just takes away from the nuance. And I just, I want to see a coming of age story about a, a black girl who's, you know, struggling to get a boyfriend or girlfriend and, you know, going out and having adventures with their friends. Like, why can't we just get a nice, like teen sob story? Something. We're like not that? even struggling. I want a movie where there's right. a half beginning happy middle
1: happy end there you go make it happy
0: is that too much to ask for hollywood
1: too much does somebody have to die somebody (laughs) be shot for us for us to have a good movie i honestly like i want to see more i want to see more happy movies i generally want to see more happy movies i want to see more black casting i want to see more lgbtq castings i want to see those things i don't want to I don't want to watch a basic rom-com or somebody has got, I, I want to see adventure. Go to right. planet Mars for all I care. I want to see adventure.
0: Shoot. Go to Harvard. Go. Go, go to Howard. Go. Go. Go travel the world. Go do something like have kids, settle down, move to the suburbs. Like. and don't
1: got I, I honestly think like. It doesn't have to be hardships all the time. It really doesn't. Yeah. i I, speaking from an I perspective, I've, I, I've had my hardships and I'm what, I'm 16 now. I've had a little struggle at the beginning and around now, but it's like, it's not that bad. It's not, I'm not trying to run away from something every day. Honestly, most of the time, I'm just chilling. I'm trying to sing. I'm trying to dance. I'm trying to spend time with friends and family. Not all the time is,
0: chilling watching girl meets world in a dorm room at boarding school
1: exactly and even then that show doesn't have the representation so anyway,
0: but this is also i know Tali, you might get mad at me for saying this i know you love netflix but i have a little quarrel with netflix because i feel like they always cancel the wrong shows oh yeah like oh, no. how many times totally okay agree. Um, this may be an unpopular opinion, but how many shows like Emily in Paris do we need? Why did Emily in Paris get another season and then Pose? Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, look at your face. They they gave it another season, but then they canceled Pose. The show, I think on Netflix, was probably the most LGBTQ and rep- represent the most representation for the LGBTQ and the black and colored community in general wait Emily and Paris got a second season yeah and it did like this like that quick when Netflix cancels Netflix has um, oh and I'm I'm biased here
1: not to ban the show or any to pass the show but that show was terrible (laughs) and I (laughs) watched everything we're not talking about
0: it we're not talking about that right now we're
1: talking about like what is so good about the show and I've seen Pose and Pose is so good if um we're just going to be dropping some really good recommendations, so if y'all are listening, just write them down, but Pose is really good, and I learned a lot of things, and I've been doing my research, and what other show did they cancel? They canceled One Day at a Time. Okay, you know what? I take it back. Mm. They canceled One Day at a Time, and if you guys haven't seen it, that show was so good, and I don't know why they canceled it, because it had LGBTQ representation. It had
0: latinx representation. Latin representation oh my god you know i i loved that show so much when it first came out i was like this is the first time that i see like represent like you talk Tali, you talk about what you how, how you felt when you saw grand army and haitian representation that's literally how i felt when i first watched one day at a time seeing a a gay like afro latina not afro she was an afro latina but i'm an afro latina but seeing a gay like person in the latin latinx community like have that representation and be the main character of a show i was like shoot like is this i was like i am elena alvarez i feel you like that was the first time um... that was the first time i felt like represented in a tv series and then they were like okay couple seasons cancel like yeah netflix do better they also canceled i don't
1: remember what it's called on my mind right now but it's about this girl And she's, like, a smart genius, and she's a scientist.
0: And with an E? No, not that one. Not that one. But they canceled that, too. And that was—you see? All I'm
1: going to say—okay, okay. Call me a hypocrite. I take it back. I Netflix has its days, but honestly, like, a lot of the shows— I can't remember what it's called, but it's a really good show. And it's, like, it's exactly what we are talking about. It's just laughter and a girl trying to get to high school when she's a smart genius— and I
0: can't remember the name, but... <sighs> they also canceled Everything Sucks, which was about um, high school girl in the 80s coming to terms with her sexuality. They canceled I'm Not Okay With This. They canceled Teenage Bounty Hunters, which it's a wound that's still open for me. Like they have canceled every single show with good like LGBTQ plus representation and just good representation in general and I'm like I'm still mad about it because how are you just gonna cancel every show that offers representation to the communities where they don't get it that often. And so I'm starting to see a common trend, Tolly. I don't know about you. That's why I have some problems with Netflix. Although I I'm not gonna lie, like I be on Netflix all the time, but why they gotta cancel all the good shows and then give shows like Emily in Paris like eight seasons and then let it get dry and then people are still like watching it.
1: Guys, that show was truly terrible. And again, I'm not trying to... No, I watch everything. So for me to tell you on this podcast that that show was terrible, no substance whatsoever. Say it with full
0: chest. Say that I said with what your I full said. chest.
1: I said what I said and I meant it. No substance. Like that show... So anyways, anyways.
0: yeah, but, you know, just just think about that next time you watch a show, like question the representation, like what groups are or aren't being represented in this show? Like what and why? Think about why. And then you'll realize that it's a whole system, that it's manufactured to work this way. And it's all about profits and money and the people who are selling that don't happen to be people of color. Um, and you'll then you'll have a problem with all of it, which I'm starting to right now. I've... How will in Paris get a new season
1: before Grand Army? Excuse me? Anyway, it don't matter. It's not that good. So who watching this show? I said what I said, and I'm sticking to it. I said what I said. With your Anyways, faces. now that we've given you guys some...
0: A lot to think about.
1: A lot to think about next time you watch our favorite shows. We're going to give you some good representation because I think a lot of the times we talk about how this is going sideways, but we never be like, yeah, but they're doing okay on this side.
0: We- we've talked about this show already, but Grand Army is literally so good. If you ha- haven't, please go watch it. Like, it is so good. We need another season. I will say
1: this with my chest. If we don't get a season two, I will march to Netflix myself. direct season two i don't even care anymore because because if they take away that representation for me i will cry and cry and cry for a week no mercy it's so good like i don't even want to spoil it and i'm not going to spoil it for those of you who haven't watched yet and again what are you doing pause this podcast and go watch it um but It's so good. Like, although it tackles on some very hardships of, you know, being in a public high school, specifically in New York, public high schools in New York or any region where there's a lot of kids, you know, you don't really focus. The show focuses on like certain students and certain trials, and it talks about LGBTQ. It talks about immigration and how that's like, and as an immigrant, especially a Haitian immigrant, not everything they said I was like yes I understand but a lot of the times I was like I understand I've been in that position where money was tight but we made a way I've been in that position where I had to sacrifice things and you see it a lot of the times and honestly I'm gonna keep talking about this show forever so (laughs) I might as well watch it because why not
0: (laughs) yeah another good show is all-american I know that's pretty popular a lot of people seem to like it but i think it's just so it, it's, it's great like it has representation it's not just a black kid from the hood it's like wealthy black kids and you know just showing the i keep saying this word the nuance <laughs> the nuance because it really is like just the the spectrum spectrum that's a good word the spectrum of people I think spectrum is just a great word for everything, but great word. But it's just like it's, it is a spectrum because, you know, like Tali said, not every black person came from the hood. Not every black person is struggling. Not every person in the LGBTQ plus community is struggling with their identity. Like, and it's not to say, like I said, that those who are the stories of those who are aren't important, but it's just those are the stories that are showed the most. And so I think All-American is just overall a good show. Um, it has so much representation for everything. Like, it's intersectionality and and everything. It's just football. I mean, if you, I mean, football, you know, if you like football,
1: high school drama, black people, which I'm rooting for black people all day, every day. Period. Um, There you go. It's a perfect show.
0: All American. It's on Netflix
1: season where season are they on season three
0: coming out soon
1: soon so there you go you got time to catch up
0: we're not getting paid for this we need to stop doing so much promo
1: anyways next show Netflix. where's our check (laughs) next show we already talked about it but it's pose and again it's really good and it talks about lgbtq and all of those different spectrums spectrum is really a good word actually right that's what i said yeah but yeah, we recommend that, and Insecure, it's on HBO. Yes. Issa Ray has done it again, and will always do it. You know, those little 20-minute segments I get, each episode, I am fulfilled because my life is fulfilled with Issa Ray. okay? She be bringing the Black community, and I mean, it's not even about high school. Anybody can watch the show. They talk about- for all my adults listening out there, if we have any, I don't really know. But if we do, they talk about postpartum depression with Black women. And I was like, that episode, I was like, that's not talked about a lot in shows. When do you right. ever see that talked about? They talk about that. They talk about therapy. When do you see Black people talking about therapy? That needs to be talked about more. And normalize. they do. Normalize, normalize Black people going to therapy. I go the therapy it's very very helpful every Thursday morning thank you um all I'm saying is Insecure on HBO because that that show shows so much representation and of course they have the little drama because no show doesn't have drama but it's another source of representation
0: and then there's also sex education it's a little on the mature side now, disclaimer. for older teenagers
1: Disclaimer, we're not saying go get your education from there. We're saying it's a good source of representation.
0: Representation.
1: Don't get I would just like to say please don't get your education from there. Please, please, we are not responsible. No, I think we need to make this clear, Carla. We don't need no, anyone do. telling us yeah. we don't need anyone telling us we sent them anywhere to do that. No, we're just saying these are good shows for representation if you just need some representation okay it's all about the representation for me yes. so i'm a to give it
0: yes okay yeah that <laughs> yes. and then i already said this but one day at a time i literally just oh just talking about that show i'm gonna nope okay but such a good show i just love the representation you know it holds a special little place in my little heart for the for you know just that um,
1: Dear White People is also a really good one. Yes. It's on Netflix and ooh, guys, let me tell y'all a little story. When me and Carlo were coming up with our podcast name, obviously the best popping the bubble. Like, who knows? Oh. Like, come on. Merch coming out soon. Not really. Don't say um,
0: that. Don't say that. Cause <laughs> then we're gonna have to execute. Don't make any promises that we did not talk about. Um
1: anyways me i literally said this i said carla we should name our podcast dear white people because that show i think when that show came out i was like why would they name a show dear white people and then you watch the first episode and you're like ah got it and then you watch the next episode and you're like ah got it so dear white people focuses on like um it focuses on college and these two cho- these teens in college and it focuses on different students and it talks about well it talks about so many things the spectrum is there it's the so, spectrum
0: again the spectrum. spectrum for us can we, can we coin so, that one? I don't think spectrum we can. i don't think we can I, but I want to
1: but um we definitely recommend watching it um netflix if you're listening we would like a shout out because we really We're really putting you out here.
0: Netflix, we got beef with you, but we also appreciate you, so take it or leave it, it's what we got for you. (laughs) And, um, this one... Go watch Teenage Bounty Hunters. It's canceled, Carla. Let it go. I'm not letting it go. I'm sorry, but I can't. That show was so (laughs) good. I'm getting tight. I'm banging my hand. Shh. Shh. Relax. That show was just so good. Like, Maybe I lacked a little representation here and there. Never watched it. You need. I'm gonna go watch it again after talking about it. I'm about to go start it again because that show is just so good. I'm so mad that it's canceled. Ugh. But
1: anyway, <laughs> thank you Carla. Go watch Teenage Bounty Hunter. 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 Hunters. Hunters for Carla.
0: And go watch uh, Grand Army for Tali.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just help us out. But also, there's also different movies and shows you can watch where it talks about you know things that have happened that are factual like when they see us is on netflix and and that series Ooh,
0: i cried when i watched that
1: you know what trigger warning if you can't watch it we understand because as a black person watching it i'm triggered it was hard. to this day triggered you know, Netflix trying to get with the Times and whatever, they got like a whole black section going on and you can see all these documentaries. I recommend 13. I watched it at um, Yes. I
0: watched it in middle school.
1: I watched it at a summer program and my eyes have been open to, well, my eyes have always been open to the injustice in this world. But my eyes have been just clear, just a little bit more by 13. And if anyone wants to talk about it,
0: I got my facts. I'm ready.
1: Hands down.
0: The factual things are probably just as important as the fictional things. Because we yeah. talked about this. We talked about how, you know, it's, so it's pretty good to depict like the real life struggles and things that, you know, specifically in this situation when they see us is about the exonerated five who were uh, charged with, I think, raping a woman in central park years ago this was like back in the 80s or 90s i want to say possibly but um so i think that was just a really good that was many examples of the real but then we want to get into the fictional we want to see happier like getting past that living life without having you know it's just
1: yeah you know and that's important to um understand but before we move along i i need to backtrack because i finally remembered the name of the show i was talking about it's called ashley garcia genius in love and they canceled it they canceled it and i this show focused on this high school girl she's like super smart like she works for nasa i think and you know she's She's missed out on all the funds of high school, you know, like a first boyfriend, a little keen say, you know, prom. And they were giving that to her. It was a girl being happy, you know, and it was representation for a lot of people and they canceled it. So um, was, this,
0: was this Netflix?
1: It was I, Netflix, wasn't it? I hate to say it, but it was Netflix.
0: Oh, Netflix. Oh, OK. But I'm I mean, adding that-, that
1: to my list. Yeah, but I definitely recommend. It's like really like family, hearty. I'm I'm really more about like the family. I'm I'm a child in spirit, so I really like the family. Girl, you're
0: still a child, not in spirit in reality.
1: I'm a child. I'm I right like, there with you. <laughs> yeah, me and Carla are our children, so we like our little family, hard. You
0: we're know, we're mature our... though. We're mature children. Don't give them the wrong image.
1: Of course, but um, you know that's leads to like an important discussion, like. A lot of the things we subscribe to, a lot of the things we're watching, we have to be really mindful because if we are in this generation and if we wanna bring that forward to the next generation where we're like, representation matters, we need to see these people on our screen, it's gonna take some sacrifice. And again, we're not telling you cancel your Netflix subscriptions or your Hulu subscriptions or any of that stuff, we're just telling you guys, be mindful about what you watch because a lot of the things you watch A lot of the things are profit-based based based on viewers watching and watching and what's happening. So, you know, if there's a new show that portrays minorities and people that's not, that doesn't look like you, maybe you should take some time to watch it because that could really profit some people that could really benefit, I don't know, younger, younger people that are watching and are like, I want to see this. And even like for little kids, I know we didn't give a lot of things for little kids, but I know there's a show on Cartoon Network called Craig of the Creek. I might be wrong, but it's had some really good black representation. And I just, it's important to watch things that just don't, like sometimes it's fine to watch things that you can relate to, but I also think that sometimes we have to watch other things that are important to other people because they need that representation too. Don't be selfish.
0: Not only that, but I feel like you yourself have something to gain from watching that because you know it's you know you're taking a step back from the real world and I think from watching something like that you can really learn a lot about a different culture if it's represented well you can really learn a lot about a different culture um you know a different community and I think you gained substance from that too which yeah. I can say I have from watching different shows I've definitely learned a lot about different cultures um And just just how things work for different people, because I'm not I don't represent everybody. Yeah, And I myself, Tali and I, we both have like a lot to learn from different people, too. And so I think that just watching those shows has helped me a lot, gaining a lot of different substance. And so I think that not only watch it for other people, but watch it for yourself, too, because I think that you'll learn a lot from that experience.
1: And, you know, And if it's not representation and if it's not right, I always say this in the podcast, but do your research, talk to people. And we have seen that when a collective group of people are fighting to go against something that usually, usually we win because we know it's not right. And when this is going to sound cliche, but when one or two people are standing together and there's a whole group, there's bound to be change. So Me and Carla wanted to do this episode. We wanted this to be our start of the series because I think it's important. Like I said in the last episode, it's really the representation for me. And I need the representation to keep going for me, for my siblings after me, for the people in front of me, and for everyone else who's coming because it's important for us. It's important for me to see that representation every single where I go.
0: And I also want to say, real quick sorry, I know we talked about it a lot, but. It's not only representation, like, actually on screen, but it's also representation for the writers, the people who are... I want black people telling black stories. I want, you know, trans people telling trans stories. I feel like the problem where all of this gets lost in translation is when you have a white person telling what they think a black person goes through. And so that's where things get lost in translation. And so if we're going to have representation on screen, we need that representation also behind the scenes. Definitely. Which,
1: you know, Shauna Rhymes, I'm a big fan. If you ever for some reason listen to this podcast, I don't know how. Or you know, I'm not gonna say why because we are excellent podcasters, I'd like to say for our fifth episode. But Shauna Rhymes, if you ever listen to this, you know, I don't agree with all of your Grey's anatomy decisions. But big respect to you. Big respect for what you've done. I, you know, and Grey's Anatomy is really one of those shows I would categorize as representation. While it does have representation, you know, it's really more for the drama. But I wanted to give a shout out to Shonda Rhimes. My
0: relationship with Shonda Rhimes is similar to my relationship with Netflix. We got beef, but I appreciate her.
1: No, Shonda Rhimes, if you're ever listening to this, I don't have beef with you. I have respect
0: speak for yourself. I got respect and I got beef.
1: I would love to be a patient on Grey's Anatomy. I would really, I <laughs> would, would be love, on Grey's Anatomy? I would love to be a patient on Grey's Anatomy. Bring that and, Haitian and,
0: representation to Grey's Anatomy. So,
1: honestly, Shonda Rhyme's just email me. We'll work on it.
0: <laughs> That's all we have for you today. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Tolly. I'm Carla. And that That song, song, Pop Pop in the Bubble. bubble. (laughs)